Hi, welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. Uh, Change the times up a little bit from morning to evening today. Was so little action today, so it didn't make any sense. It's better to do an evening podcast, uh, European time, and catch all the Sunday Roland Garros actions, since there would be uh, enough prices out today before, and it will also give quite a lot of times to actually get on these bets and it won't be as tight for you guys listening so as long as there are enough volume and it should be during a, a grand slam then I'll be able to probably record evenings and get the pod out uh, around now which would be you know 10-12 hours before start of play which is, is plenty of time so unless prices swing a lot in any way but uh, normally the volumes are high enough for this to be steady enough so let's jump right into we can mention yesterday actually quickly as well um, we ended up really well by hitting our Norbert Gombos bet Danilo Contreras so we were up five and a half units and then we missed on our two other three unit bets ended up pretty much even on the day um, I mean, Pliskova a bit frustrating. I mean, she probably shouldn't have played. It would have been nicer to have her get a refund on that bet. She was strapped again. Uh, did not move well whatsoever. Second set, I think there was a really unreal let cord from <coughs> Juvan. Saved a break point, and I was really just enough for her to get the second set. But even with the strapping and the bad movements, Pliskova, once she found her range, she was well into that match. I thought she was turning it all around. Um, but yeah, not, not much to say. Even they, as I said, a bit disappointing. We have nine bets for tomorrow. Roland Garros opening it up, and I thought we'd have more on day one, but it is a soft starter, rolling out uh, 20 matches uh, for men's and 24 women so it's not quite half the field so that's why we're not seeing quite as many plus that um, we have some tighter restrictions on the bets as well um, the most uh, or the most important thing that we do with a grand slam obviously on the men's side we're playing best out of five so favorites become slightly longer favorites um, that sort of adjustment will not be done for a couple of days Still, it takes a while to actually do that. It involves a few manual changes. Um, it doesn't really affect what we do. The only effect could be that we might get a few less bets than we would have otherwise. We're basically not getting the borderline. So the best that we do grab uh, will have a much more, much larger uh, margin because uh, the price that we have them booked for is actually. Um, best of three price so since we're only um, according to us we don't play anyone that's not on the favorite side so that means uh, a favorite will always be a bigger favorite in the best of five that's the adjustment that happens so since we all have favorites uh, according to us uh, then we will actually just build a slightly bigger margin during the first few days we might miss a couple of close calls so Anyway, it's all in our favor, really. Let's start then. Uh, first match, uh, Bedene against O'Connell. Bedene is 3.7. Three-unit play from the beginning there. 60% confidence. 
uh, with Hedbed in it, he's been giving value quite a few times. He has not been delivering very well. He played well the last time out. Um, and I'm hoping that this time, best over five, he's sort of finally got himself together because he's been getting better every time he's been playing. I think finally maybe he gets it together and can win this one. At 3.7 odds, it's very generous either way. So let's hope he does that. Next one is Fabio Fognini against Popperin. Uh, well, Popperin, he's pretty much proved himself incapable of doing much of anything this season. Uh, Fognini's solid. Uh, in a best of five, there's hardly any way Popperin should be able to shake him up at all. Uh, but this is a one unit bat at 1.57. 70% uh, confidence in that. Um, Next one is John Isner at 1.54. He's up against Quentin Halus. Uh, Halus really just a challenger player. Also just, you know, a big golfing class here. 1.54, 74% confidence. Uh, that is one unit. If he starts moving towards 1.6, probably add two units on that one. Um, I mean, even on clay, I don't see how Isner really struggles here at all. Uh, next one, Dennis Kudler against Jason Kubler. So Kudler is 2.4, quite a significant underdog for some reason. While I think he should be the other way around, quite a significant favorite here. Really, we're getting just uh, we're getting three unit value, just about uh, at 63% confidence for him. So we have him as pretty clear favorite. Uh, I would put in 1.58. They actually have Kubler at 1.53. So. It is pretty much a flipped book there for some reason. That doesn't really make sense. So Kudla, 2.43 units. Uh, next one is Kukinakis against Ramos. We got Kukinakis at 1.86. Um, that's two units at 69% confidence. Kukinakis is definitely playing better recently. He's been winning some decent matches. And Ramos has actually not showed his steady nice clay form that he would normally have. He's a very solid player normally. And that's why the odds are what they are. <coughs> Apologies. Um if I look at that normally I would say he wouldn't have much chance against Ramos, but it's strange because even the market and the books are going Kukinakis. And we're going Kukinakis. Even though everything in my head is saying Ramos. Um and I think that's just a bias towards what Ramos has been able to produce um, over the last few years and how solid it's been, especially on clay. So it just feels wrong to the head somehow, even though it's a value on the book. So um, that's just how I feel. So that's cooking August at 1.862 units there. Let's move to the women's. Uh, we got four matches. Uh, we're starting with Donna Vekic at 1.6. Three units, 85% confidence. We got her up against Bjorklund. So basically two qualifiers meeting. Dream draw for them to get into the next round. Obviously Bjorklund's sort of never been reaching these sort of lofty heights. She's just sort of starting out to become a more solid player. Donna Vekic obviously been gone, been away for a long time, but used to be, I believe, a top 20 player. So if she's sort of getting back to her old form, she's obviously miles miles better than Bjorklund. Uh, it might just come down to form on the day 
but at 1.6, uh, you know, you got to back Vekic at three units. That that's just too good on sort of the class they are. Uh, we'll see. They both seem quite ecstatic that we're making it through. I think Vekic is relieved that she's sort of on her way back. Bjorklund obviously because she just doesn't get to play too much Grand Slam at all. So let's move on. We got uh, Hadan Maya at 1.38, so that's pretty low odds against Buxa. Um, she's at 83%. That's two units, just about into two unit territory there. Not much to say on that match, really. Next one, uh, a bit of a scary one, I suppose. We got Mugurus at 1.8, up against Kaya Kanepi at 2.06. Um, that's 71% confidence, two units on Mugurusa. <sighs> He's one of his matches where I feel that the women should have best out of five because the best out of five I would feel much more happy going in Mugurusa I feel the best out of three if she's off to bad start is she going to be able to win this uh, she's been rubbish the whole season I mean she's barely making it out of the first round she's playing she's been really awful Kanepi's been solid very solid all the time but you know she's not a mover she's got a lot of power good serve hard hitter but now, you know, doesn't move well. I think she's 37 or 38. Someone like Mugurus, I should be able to play her off the park. But she hasn't been playing that well. And and, and still, she's at 1.8. She's actually value on that price. So, you know, we got Mugurus at 2. Just want to put up a little bit of warning there. I feel she's slightly shaky. I hope she can deliver, but I'm not 100% confident on that one. Next one, uh, we got Sloane Stevens against Jules Niemeyer. Again, uh, Stevens getting the nod here. She's actually up to three unit value, and it's because the price is sitting as far as 2.68. You know, you get 2.68 for a former Grand Slam champion. I think she's been a French Open finalist, even. Uh, and we have a 62% confidence here, three units up against Niemeyer. But her form is not being good. I mean, she she ended up winning a tournament earlier in the year in hardcore, but then sort of stepped back again into poor play. And I believe she lost to someone last week, ranked about 300 and something. And her ranking right now is also atrocious, and she's not been playing well. Um, the ranking I'm not too bothered with because she wasn't playing, so it would have fallen. It's just that she's not been looking very good. But I must say. Uh, Mugurusa, I'm almost more worried up there because Stevens at 268 is just pure value. You know, Stevens on a normal, decently normal day, she's a clear favorite against Niemeyer for sure. So at 2.68, we're just playing the pure value of that price there. So that's it. That's the last one. Uh, we did manage to sneak under 10 minutes just over today. Um, but it is French Open time. Had to go through all that and hopefully we'll have a fantastic tournament uh, more matches to come there'll probably be even bigger cards now for monday tuesday action and as we move along so good luck with all that uh, thanks for listening and i will be back tomorrow thank you bye